on this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. Google says, speak softly and make sure your election ads are compliant. Google political content policy updates are on their way. All ads aren't created equal. So Google Ads launches Ads Creative Studio to take your video and display ads to the next level. Sorry, voiceover professionals. Google Ads has a new voiceover audio feature to replace you. Oh, on today's show. <laughs> Welcome, you are listening to Marketing O'Clock. Just stay tuned. Digital marketing news, but let's get specific. Digital ads, SEO, and analytics, social media, and more. Pretty much everything that'll make your website perform. With new shows every Friday. Every Friday. We give you the news with sass and puns and definitely high takes. Thank you for tuning in. You know what time it is. It's officially marketing o'clock. Settle in, sit back, keep it locked. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernhel. AKA Shep. I'm Nicole Waddington. And I'm Greg Finn. And it's officially marketing o'clock here on Friday, July 22nd, 2022. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another fantastic show. We're thrilled to have Nicole Waddington here today. Um, Jess is at a horse speech. So, <laughs> wait, she's at a horse speech. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. I didn't ask any more questions. No, she goes every year. <laughs> she goes to Gettysburg and then a horse speech. Nicole, what's new with you? So, after a year of living in Buffalo, I finally had sighted Shep in the wild. <laughs> wow! Last weekend, story. I was driving to yoga in the park. And I look over and I see someone running and I do a double take. And I'm like, I recognize that watch. It's Shep. My, by my watch? Yes. Wow, you have, you have great eyes. And so then I get to yoga, I take out my mat and I DM her and I'm like, were you the lady running on so-and-so road? And she didn't respond. Of <laughs> it was course. It's Saturday. It's okay. I didn't expect to respond until Monday. <laughs> So then I get to the office on Monday. I'm like, yeah, it was. How unlike me. You'll never believe this. I was running to yoga. Can you believe I did that? No. Yeah. How far of a run is it to yoga? Three miles. But the new Lizzo album came out. So like now I'm into fitness, you know, Mm -hmm. because I want to listen to it. Do you what's I just want to know some like schematics. Do you run home then? Wait, no. So it's like. (laughs) My husband was a real hero about this. Okay. He had to drive separate, bring my yoga mat, my water bottle. He went to the playground with the lady while I went to yoga, and then we went to the farmer's market. I was how cliche. How- <laughs> wow. I thought about that. I'm like, this timeline does not make sense. If you went to yoga, you must have had a yoga mat. Yeah. But you were running without one. I was okay, just feeling really sense. motivated, and he was there to support we me. We need, like, snaps for your husband on this one, right? That's amazing. Yeah, but like today's homesick, so I have to pick up the baby. <laughs> wow, shots fired. Probably got sick at the playground. But I love the idea of yoga in the park, so we didn't see each other there. But mm-hmm. now, next time we will. But this week, I was like on my mat. All of a sudden, I hear this like cicada sound, but it's like really loud. I'm right in my shavasana, like literally laying down the best part. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think we were sitting up this week. Yeah. There is an <laughs> alien bug. We were talking about alien bugs last week, and Christine from Discord said is it this bug and she sent like a pretty big bug and i was Mm -hmm. like no those bugs in our bathroom are small this bug at yoga was a freaking bird i wanted to move my whole mat i'm like how am i supposed to have namaste in these conditions (laughs) i don't what's worse a bug or a rat 
Oh. This bug was bad, but definitely a rat. Okay. But what? I really wanted to like pack up my mat and go home, but it was almost over, so I just moved a little bit. And I still didn't see you. So you, you did actually namaste and not leave? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it was fun. What's new with you, Greg? Are you zen? No, I'm, I'm anything but zen. I'm the least zen person in the world right now. And we were putting together these kind of new patio equipment for the office here, and we had to fill up the base for a bunch of umbrellas. And so Matt and I were going through and just like adding the water into everything. You know, you have to do it for like eight of these different giant tubs. And so we, we tried filling upstairs and we like flooded everything and the water started leaking into the basement. We made such a mess. So we're like, all right, let's use the hose downstairs. So Matt starts turning the hose on and I've got the hose into the tube there and it's filling up. And I go, this water really stinks. What is this? And then all of a sudden, the water came shooting up into my face, all over my glasses, and in my mouth. And I'm sitting there like spitting this rancid water out. Ew. And that's... Did it taste like it smelled? Honestly, it was just all like an experience. And I don't know. It was kind of like I got hit by lightning at once. And then the umbrellas are like really stressful because we all feel like they're going to fall over and they're like well, flapping on ha- our heads. There's like <laughs> supply chain issues. We don't have all of our like, we're just standing on our umbrellas because the chairs haven't come yet. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Thanks for trying. Don't forget, you guys, you can access our special Oops All Heck episode of Marketing O'Clock. We are just sitting down with some friends of the show. It is over two hours long not talking about marketing, having a lot of fun and all of the donation because it is a gated episode is going to go to the Buffalo 514 Survivors Fund to support the families of the victims of that terrible tragedy that happened here in Buffalo in May. So you can donate as little as a dollar. Anything is appreciated and you can download it now at buffalo.marketingoclock.com. Thanks for your contribution and also to all the friends who recorded with us. Yes, and next week will be our final time we talk about this, but please do sign up. And I think we're right getting close to $3,000, which will turn into six. If we're not there, I'll get us to 3,000. So um, next week will be the final, um, final update on that. Okay, and before we get to the news here today, if you are like us, you use a ton of apps and tools every day to get your work done. There are so many amazing tools out there that make our jobs as marketers a lot easier. We share cool tools on this show every week, but if you want those tools to work together, you've got to get Zapier. Have to. Yes. Our friend Fran from Zapier had the best way to explain what it is. She said it's like a Rube Goldberg machine where you like drop the penny in and then Mm -hmm. all these different things happen. And that really is what it does for all of your marketing tools. So it takes something that happens in one app and then that triggers something that happens in something else. It works with everything you want to use like Google Drive, Gmail, Outlook even, Google Calendar and Calendly. Like you don't need an assistant. You can just have Zapier schedule your meetings for you based on something that happens in another app. Um, It even works with HubSpot and Salesforce. So if you have a form on your website, you can't use HubSpot for some reason, HubSpot forms for some reason, you can send the info from the forms back to your CRM even if you're not using a HubSpot form. So that's something we're doing for a lot of our clients. Slack is one of my favorites. You can get notified in Slack if something happens with a Zap. Um, you can also use it with WooCommerce, Eventbrite, Monday.com, Asana, WordPress, Squarespace, DocuSign, and all the platforms. So Google Ads, Instagram Ads, whatever you want to use, GitHub, everything. If there's a tool out there that you're using it, you can use Zapier to make your life easier. Greg used it for real estate once. Not this is my a, favorite story. Not only that, 
But <laughs> this building that we're sitting in is brought to you by Zapier. Wow. Because and I have I have the receipts to prove it. Whoever you say has all the receipts on your show you watch. I made something <laughs> called a Cypress bot using Zapier in 2018. That's how long we've been using Zapier. And I went through Craigslist and I said, if there's a listing in Buffalo Craigslist and they have the word commercial in it, shoot me an email so I can check it out. And if you look at this, this is what the actual building listing was found by Zapier here. And then you can look at the, either the other one. There's a, like a little thing you can see there where we said to our real estate person, here's this Craigslist post we found. We didn't say we found it by Zapier, but we did. And then now we have a show, we have a studio, we have all of this thanks to Zapier. Wow. I swear to God, if you don't believe me, I will show you the actual emails. I'll schedule a Zoom and show you how much we love Zapier. And that's why Zapier makes us happier. You can use it for your real life too, not just marketing. So it is the absolute best. There is no coding required. If I can use Zapier to automate tasks, Trust me, you can do it too. And I want you to try it for yourself today. So CY teams at Airtable, Dropbox, HubSpot, Zendesk, and thousands of other companies use Zapier every day to automate their businesses. And if I can buy a building with Zapier, <laughs> you can use it for your marketing. Try Zapier for free today at zapier.com slash clock. That is Z-A-P-I-E-R.com slash clock. Check it out. Tell them Marketing and Clock sent you. Okay, and getting into the news this week, Google launched their new Ads Creative Studio tool, and I actually really like this one. Again, I think I had positive news last week too. So I'm pretty sure this was teased at Google Marketing Live. It's been in beta for a year, and Google says, quote, the platform is now globally available with more features to help teams collaborate, create, and customize display in video ads. But of course, they start out the blog post with this. It says, 80% of viewers say they are more open to advertising or branded content relevant to them. Who wouldn't be? I guess people who don't want apps to track them. I don't mm -hmm. know. Like, yeah, why is it yeah. only 80%? Of course you only care about something that's relevant to you. If it's a sensitive, like I could people see people saying, oh, it's a sensitive topic. It's, you know, like you might not want that. But I don't want anything that's not relevant to me. Why would I want to watch an ad that's just a waste of my time? They need to pull me more. Okay, so this does sound pretty cool. You can tell Google what images, text, or sound you want to be, quote, swappable when you're building your ad. And then you can provide different variations of that element based on rules you provide based on audience, location, or language. So for example, you could have like one image in your ad and you could have the text swap out based on the language of the ad viewer. Or they have examples where um, you're selling sports gear and you could have it swap out based on location if the person's looking for warm or cold weather gear. So it's going to build all of those variations for you really quickly. Um, and then you can share them really easily via link with like the client or your team and they can easily review it. So I love this. Another amazing feature, you can now export images from the Ads Creative Studio Asset Library to the Google Ads Asset Library of any linked content. So you're not going to have to download it and upload it again which I love. And you can also link Ads Creative Studio to Campaign Manager 360. This is available for everyone today for video ads and display is launching soon, so be on the lookout for that. My big tip here, if you're using Performance Max and you're one of the people that was like, what do I do? I can't make a video ad and they're auto-generating videos for your Performance Max campaigns. Anyone can do this now and just build mm -hmm. an ad really easily. Hopefully you could even just use a static image and have some music playing. 
um, and get a video ad fired up so that they're not making their own because I've heard they look really bad. Don't use the link in the YouTube video because it doesn't work. Um, go to adscreativestudio.google.com. Just a little tip there. They also have this YouTube video showing for how this works. But I hate the example they use because it's like it's a great song, like whatever. But then somebody's getting a message that says client meeting in 30 minutes and it's this lady on a bike. And I'm thinking like, oh my God, lady, you're working out. You're going to miss the client meeting. Like it seems so high stress and like her heart is racing. But then you realize she's the ad. They're advertising for fitness equipment. But they keep like interspersing her throughout. And I just felt like she added a lot of stress for what was supposed to make it seem like an easy product. So I wouldn't have used that example because she was really stressing me out. I was like, get off the bike and get to work. What are you doing? <laughs> so it's, her coworkers pinging her the whole time like, hey, where are those images? Are they done yet? And she's just like pumping iron over there. <laughs> she on a bike. You get sweaty on a bike. Yeah. Like, at least if you're pumping iron, maybe it, it's quick. But yeah. like. But if, was, you want, if you want the bike to work, you have to sweat, you know? <laughs> yeah. But she is bad. I was confused. So. Oh, I gotcha. But I just didn't think it was the best example personally, you know, coming from a big workout maven these days. <laughs> Greg, do you have news for us? I do. Instagram is now letting creators publish feed posts just for their subscribers. Welcome, InstaFans here. And if you saw the announcement, Shep, I think everybody heard about this. And the number one question that they had for you is, what do you think about your man's beard, Adam Masseri? Does he not usually have a beard? N- I, not like this. You must know I'm into beards. I mean, this is, <laughs> this, is, this is impressive. Those green walls are new too, right? That nice painting it's behind him? It's a new him? setup. Yeah. Looks like he's on a stool. He's a little bit further away from the camera. You can actually see like his whole torso. Usually it's like just his nose. I know. Shouts <laughs> to Neil Moynihan. Uh, but Adam in the announcement uh, at Masseri on Instagram said that subscription updates are a great way for creators to have predictable income and for fans to get exclusive content from, from creators they love. We're excited to announce updates to subscriptions that include chats, reels, posts, and home. I couldn't like this more. This is absolutely brilliant. If you said you, YouTube should do this like two years ago. Everybody should be doing yeah. this. Instead of trying to upgrade to YouTube Premium or whatever it's called that they try to get me to do every time so that I can play a video while I'm my home's my phone is off. Why why wouldn't somebody do this? Like if if you're if you are out there and you're a content creator, this is a fantastic way for you to get some money from it. Like and again, you have fans, they're there. And then for Instagram, it's a way that they're going to make money on this, a lot of money on it, and the creators can too. So I think, I don't, I, again, I don't know why more people don't do it, but we have super follows. When, if you want to see what that's like, go follow Barry Schwartz at Rusty Brick on Twitter. I'm a super follower. Mm-hmm. And you can see what, there's not, a, he doesn't post a ton of stuff, but I, I think it's smart for everybody. Love it. Mm-hmm. And also in the news this week, Google is updating its political content policy and advertisers will be required to further clarify the paid for by disclosure directly in their ads. So for visual formats, this is for text and banner ads. Advertisers will be required to dis- for the disclosure to be visible at all times and sufficient size to be visible to the average viewer which confuses me because like if the average viewer is just bud i mean 
it's going to be a little bit different than for you mean other other people. Font size one twenty. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then they said for auto only formats, the disclosure must be substantially similar in pitch, tone, and speed to the rest of the ad. So. The Google article also mentions that U.S. election ads serving in the U.S. will be eligible to run as audio ads on YouTube, but this feature is still in beta and may not be available to all advertisers. So this is just a warning. If you are in advertising in the political sphere, I would keep a close eye on any content policy violations in your account starting in August. And and if you're running a lot of YouTube ads in general, Mm. right, you might start to see inventory costing more, the CPV is going up. Um, just something to, and you kind of like knew they were going to do this, right? There, a lot back in the day, though, everybody's like, "Oh, we're, we're just not going to do political stuff because everything was so controversial." But now, what does Google like more than anything? Money. <laughs> okay, news from Meta this week: they are going to start letting Facebook users have up to five profiles. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, this is like a brilliant idea. Somebody's like, oh, we need more uh, monthly average users. Yes. What can we do? Well, that was my first thought. It's like whenever we're talking about like spam with like inflated Mm -hmm. counts for like advertising reach, it's always about people with multiple profiles and how they don't want it. And this is exactly what that is. But, you know, it also made me think about the only thing worse than this is when couples have like a joint profile. Oh, that's the worst. (laughs) So that should be counted as two impressions for your ads if you really think about it. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's nice, I guess, Yeah, you can switch it up. But clearly, uh, somebody in that relationship did not want the other person to have the freedom <laughs> of, of their own Facebook account. So the fine print here, it says, uh, certain Facebook members will be able to create as many as four additional profiles, and each one won't need to include a person's real name or identity. Like, that's weird, too. Like, I don't, why is this something we need? It's only helping their account numbers. Um, so there, as an example, they're saying you could have one for friends, another for coworkers, um, another with its own feed. Nobody's on Facebook just for the feed. It's just like weird mm-hmm. to me. Um, and you can only comment or like another post with one profile. Nobody asked for this. We, no, get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> we see what you're doing, Meta. Okay, what else is happening? All right, off the heels. Google has a lot of really cool stuff going on this week, and there are three new ad creation tools that Google is giving us, according to Nicole Farley over on Search Engine Land. The first one is what we heard at Google Marketing Live. There's a new asset storage and organization. The asset library that you have within your Google Ads account will be able to be outside of just Google Ads, which is big if you're a small to medium-sized business, you don't have a dam, something like that, and you need a place, a repository, this could be very helpful for you. And obviously, it's smart for Google. Like If you've got everything in there, it makes it easier to create ads. Secondly, the video templates that we heard from Google Marketing Live are also live. So that's a way that you can use those templates specifically to, in its I believe it's in Ads Creative Studio. I just need to check. But again, those templates we saw are now here. Yeah, there's templates in there. So it sounds like that's what it is. Yep. And then the last thing is there's now voice over audio, which is pretty crazy. So there's now in the uh, video creation tool 
there's voiceover audio and, and you can basically have a robot, seven voices available. Um, there's English, Filipino, French, Hindi, Indonesian, Korean, Malaysian, Mandarin, Spanish, and Swedish options that you can choose from. And you can put in the text and much to the chagrin, chagrin of any audio professionals, the machine just spits out the voice. So th this is, I think, the same as that labs thing I used that said just Bud was a goth, remember? But this is much better. Oh, okay. Much better. And there's a link if you want to check it out. The example, though, that they gave was kind of a suspect one. It was for Sony Bravia XR, and it's about a TV ad for a TV. And one of the benefit propositions of the TV was like the audio quality of it. It's like, if you can't, if you're using like a robot voice to sell you the audio and how great and de in depth it is, maybe use like an actual voice actor for that. Yeah. You know, just call me. I'm up for anything. <laughs> Give her a ring. <laughs> now it's time for this week's take of the week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. This week's take of the week comes from Rob Bettis at Rob Bettis on Twitter. And Rob says, so long as recommendations like this appear in accounts, I'll stand firm in my position. If at Google Ads wants advertisers to take these recommendations seriously, they first need to take them seriously. Hashtag PPC chat. The example he has is a recommendation that will add 0.2% to his optimization score. And it says, adjust your ROAS targets in these bid strategies. The campaign is his performance max campaign, it appears. And the current average target is 157% return on ad spend. They're recommending that you move it down to 154%. <laughs> they actually miscalculated the decrease and said that they should move it down 2%. Uh, but that's besides the point. What Rob will expect if he makes this change, the weekly conversion value increase that he will see is $50.20. The weekly cost that he will incur is $76.04. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> this is why you never blindly put any of this. And then... I lose faith in Google with this. Mm -hmm. How is there not a very simple if-then check to say if the weekly cost is greater than the new than the uh, the conversion value you're going to get? Then don't display this. Like it's very <laughs> simple logic that this should never be shown. And you would think the math like. How do they mess up the math in there? Like it's just a machine. It's not like me doing math wrong. <laughs> Decrease 157 by two to get 154. There you go, folks. Goals. <laughs> now it's time for this week's I see why am I? I see why am I, people? This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have. I see why am I people Diogo A. Da Silva at D underscore Da Silva on Twitter says the new Google Ads Editor 2.1 will be the platform for managing Google Ads for PPC professionals. 
full stop. So he has a thread about why he doesn't think you really need to use online at all anymore. So he says, number one, no slow loading pages. I don't know about you, but Google Ads is getting slower and slower by my browser after the new UI back in 2017. On the other hand, Google Ads editor doesn't rely on your browser to work. Hence, it's faster to do anything there. I understand where he's coming from with this. Yes, Google Ads is so slow. I always mm -hmm. need it to load. But an editor, I guess if you just want to like download all of your accounts in the morning and like only work in there in the day, maybe. But it takes so long to download big accounts. Mm -hmm. That's true. Like I'll like, I could like do a plank while it's downloading <laughs> and have six pack abs next week. Okay, number two, he says campaign performance is taking center stage. So this is the updates we talked about last week where they have that new overview tab and it shows you a lot more data than it used to. And he talks about the search term report too because it's like really clunky in there, but he's like, at least it's in there. I guess. I don't know. This is how desperate we are, people, that the pages won't load online. <laughs> then he says custom warnings and delete Google standard ones. So this is a really cool idea. He says you can create your own warning alerts specifically for things that you forget, like me like me, and ad group bidding at Ascent. Eye roll. Me too. Um, so that is really cool. And that was one of the things on that overview page that I was confused about. It was like custom rule violations. So I guess those are things that you can just set up for yourself and remove anything that Google makes in there that you don't want. I love that. Um, and his last one there is he just says it's so much faster. I'm not talking about loading time anymore. I'm talking about creating a campaign, duplicating that campaign, moving placements, etc. Totally agree with that. Anytime I'm making a lot of changes rather than just adjusting a budget or sometimes changing bits i'm always doing it in editor so i guess this is a nice reminder for anyone who doesn't use it to just give it a look because it really does save you a lot of time thanks thank you diogo you missed the the most important part of oh this. at the end yes he says let me know what you think below i really want to know if this is what google ads wanted to happen also jenny marvin feel free to comment oh take of the week wannabe it's icymi Tiago, but it's great. <laughs> and I, I think he's over in Portugal, but we'll, we'll I'll reach out and we'll get you a shirt. Yeah. So you didn't get take of the week, but you got ICYMI. Now it's time for this week's Pew Pew Lightning Round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts. Paid, organic, and social. Okay, first up in the paid universe this week, Dario Zanoni at Dario Zanoni tweeted, Facebook ads is now possible to enable music for static image ads showing on reel. So this is a new setting that you'll see in Campaign Manager. It says you can select a track from the Meta Sound Collection or let the system choose a track automatically based on the contents of the ads, but he doesn't see an option to verify what track will play. I wouldn't do it <laughs> if you can't verify the track. Can you imagine if it was like... <laughs> A nice, like, your workout ad, and it was, like, the Stranger Things music or something. Like, you can't just let any sound play over your ad. There might not be a worse option than this. It's like you're trying to do something sensitive, and it's just, like, something that Jess Bud listens to, Screamo. Yeah. We need a playlist of the Meta Ads library. We but there's some hits on there. No thanks. <laughs> Okay, Chris Ridley said, not sure if I missed an email or announcement about this, but Microsoft Ads has two new tabs in the settings drop-down options. And these are for labels and seasonality adjustments. I love this because usually you have to like go into your campaign tab to manage labels and it's mm -hmm. really annoying. 
I feel like Oprah sometimes with her I Love Bread. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I just know her when she goes like this. It gives everybody a car. <laughs> Do you remember I Love Bread? I feel like I know the reference, but I couldn't. She was doing her Weight Watchers campaign because she owns the company. And she was like, I love Oh, yeah, I know bread. that. Bread. And I feel like I love labels. <laughs> I label everything. So I'm excited about this. Sarah Stamen at Runner Kick tweeted, okay, so maybe it's just me, but ETAs are no longer running. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just done versus unable to update or create new. So she has an example where she has her ads and next to her ETAs, there's a warning that says expanded text ad no longer available and it's not running. That's she, not what was supposed to happen. It wasn't paused either. Mm -hmm. She she followed up on that. That's not what mm -hmm. we were promised. So I don't no. see that in my accounts. I hope it's not coming. And I think Lawrence Jassy was like, thank goodness that we didn't prioritize making ETAs there at the end or something like that. Some so. people did. Mm. <laughs> was that you? I did at first and then I kind of gave up. I feel like we thought it, it when the announcement yeah. came out and yeah. then we're like, oh, these don't serve. <laughs> like, Stop. Okay, I don't remember if we reported on this initially, but PPC Greg on June 1st, at PPC Greg, if you never heard of him, tweeted, am I going crazy or were we used to be able to select does not equal? So he's in Google ads and he was filtering, I think by campaign name, and he thought there was an option that says does not equal, which sounds like there should be. So then he followed up this week, went back to his own tweet to reply and said, confirmed, not crazy. It's just an ads editor, so it's not online. So you're not crazy because of this, PPC Greg, but you might be crazy, just saying. Probably. Okay, and next up, I came across this one. Anu retweeted it, or it's a LinkedIn post, so she tweeted a LinkedIn post. Um, so this person, Manas Vinny Liga, said, come across this ad and was wondering, how, came across, she's not the typo, I'm just dumb. Came across this ad and was wondering how they've managed to do this. Is there an image extension with a dynamic ad? So this looks really weird. Gotta look at YouTube to see it, but it appears to be a Google ad on mobile and it has the head, two headlines there at the top, three images underneath, and then a description and some site link extensions. It's very weird looking. Um, so Dario Zanoni, I think, cracked the case. He says it might be a search with three square image extensions. I saw it once, and then he dug up an example because he's Dario Zanoni. So that's something <laughs> that could happen. So just be aware of that. And Tales from PPC Reddit user Ruin Bruin said, Google Ads rep has called me three times today after meeting yesterday. So I don't know when Google Ads turned into the guy calling me about my extended warranty, but this is just really insane. They're out of control over there. And then odd, user Odd Projects replied, he had a great idea. He said, I tell them well, I won't answer any emails or schedule a meeting with them unless they send me a quarterly beta cards and write out the recommendations before we jump on a call. If they do that, I'll get on a call and then he'll listen to their pitches, whatever, doesn't do them. But I love that. Just send me That's the betas idea. and then I'll listen to you. So that is it for paid. What's happening in organic? Right now, we're going to play a game called Greg Just Reads a Headline and Barry's First Paragraph. <laughs> From Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Roundtable. Think with Google test my site portal sunsetting. Google six years ago launched a test my site portal in the Think with Google portal. 
While that feature is going away soon, in the next few months, Google will sunset the tool. Portal. <laughs> he doesn't have that last <laughs> portal. The last part. <laughs> so you sound like you're like writing something to ring for the word portal. And Google, if you did use that testmysite.thinkwithgoogle.com, it's not updated anymore. I don't know anybody that does, but at Ability Designs, uh, Yitan Mule, who's like the Dario Zanoni of, of cool tools, had found that one. All right, folks, soon you will be able to shop a find more product on YouTube thanks to a new integration. We heard a lot about shopping in YouTube at Google Marketing Live 2022. And Google has announced that there are several new shopping features now for both viewers and creators. The biggest, YouTube is partnering with Shopify to allow creators and merchants to feature products. So these products will be able to be in the shopping tab in YouTube Studio. And this there's also going to be a new shopping destination in Explore for viewers in the United States, India, and Brazil to start. This destination will feature relevant shoppable content for viewers in these countries, and it will be rolling out to more countries later this year. Pretty cool. Dig it. All right, from BFF the show 2019, Glenn Gabe on Twitter, the OG, G. (laughs) (laughs) He says, O-G-G-G-G. Wait. There you go. O-Triple-G. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. So oh, Triple G <laughs> says, like I thought could happen, Google is actively testing both web stories and short videos in Discover at the same time. I believe we'll see short videos more and more and probably end up winning the carousel. Time will tell, but the shift to short videos is on. And hat tip to Lily Ray NYC, former guest on Marketing a Talk. The example here, I don't know why you'd ever stack these like this, but I personally just like the fact that Glenn's got some keto yeah. cheese there what? and baseball. I think it's a cheesecake. Also, yeah, is all, isn't all cheese keto? I think Nicole okay. nailed it as usual. I think it's a cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> Looks pretty good. I also like that Glenn is getting like Mariners at the Rangers score. Can you think of anything less appealing to watch than the Seattle Mariners play the Texas Rangers? I don't know, but I just always look for the Mariners guy, and he's not there. Who's that? Isn't it the guy in the orange who goes to That's all the Marlin's games? That's Marlins guy. Oh. Marlins man, actually. He's different than Mariners man? I, there's only a Marlins man. They're not orange? No, Marlins man has like 12 cats. You kind of look like him today. Oh, yeah, it's an, it's an <laughs> homage to the man. I'm squared. <laughs> All right, and from power listener of the show, Adam DeFresco over on Adagrow, there is a study on the impact Google product listing has on traditional organic results. So if you are looking for any of your rankings and are looking for a way to get it to grow, Adam talks about product listing trends, organic blue links to product URLs, links to informational URLs, (laughs) including blogs, product reviews, buying guides, and how to build your own strategy around this. So it could be a marketing article of the week, but it's a good one. Check it out. From TechCrunch, Acast, the Swedish tech company that helps businesses and individuals publish and monetize podcasts, has announced plans to acquire the product podcast database pod chaser for 27.2 million dollars and there are performance conditions that pod chaser can meet 
to get an extra $6.8 million. I like this. It's like a player option. We're talking about like sports now. I understand all yeah, this. Yeah, why all the sports mm-hmm. today? It's it's the news. I don't make the news. I just So report. what happens for the, the player like could win the Super Bowl and they yep, get more and, money? Yeah, it's like betting on yourself. So, mm-hmm. yep, if I make it to the, the NBA first team, I get this amount and so on. So I'm like, I, I'm going to just check out Podchaser and see if they're going to get this extension, you know, and, and hit their performance bonus. It's, they're, they're not. They are no chance they're going to. So Aww. I went through and I typed in the word marketing. Like, right, maybe I'm into marketing and I want to find some good marketing podcasts. I haven't heard of one. <laughs> well, I have one called marketing, another called marketing, another called marketing. It is the worst search I've ever seen. Oh, no. So then I went around Podchaser and I found that there is a way you can look at these different categories. And I kept scrolling, scrolling, and I found one that was called the best marketing podcasts. I'm like, all right, here we go. Number one podcast for you to listen to, Enterprise Sales Development. Oh. So you can hang up right now, hang up, the, <laughs> put your earbuds down and head on over that. But the third one was the one that really intrigued me here. It's called Show and Flop. <laughs> and the description of Show and Flop is, not every manga can make it in Show and Jump like Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, or Nataro. Listen to David and Jordan discussing discussing the mangas that got canceled and when they should have done to stay afloat instead of becoming a show and flop. Is manga like anime? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I don't know what this is, but this is number three on the marketing <laughs> recommendations. Wow. And then I saw underneath it the marketing ninja, and I'm like, wow, this this fellow looks like he knows what he's doing. Anything with ninja, you have to. I mean, I can barely see the guy. But you know, once you you can identify him, um, and I'm like, I went to check out the actual reviews. 152 reviews. You can see them up on screen right now. We have like 30 reviews. Nobody writes us a review. We never ask. Hey, we're asking now. <laughs> Go Please. to your iTunes. Give us a review. I'm like, how do you have 152 reviews? Because it sounds like he's like walking down the sidewalk, going to a yoga class as he's recording. <laughs> Just oddly enough. There were 12 or so, or one, at least 10 reviews that came in on February 11th, mm. one review that came in on February 12th, one on February 17th, and then none after that. Do you know what that means, folks? He did it. Don't trust the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I always, when, I, when something doesn't make sense, I'm always like, why is this happening? How do you have this? Yeah. And then you go back and you see every one of these reviews came in on one date, six months ago, not a review since. Maybe that was just the day he asked. The secret is asking. Please review us. And also, the lesson is don't trust ninjas. Yes. All right. We'll see if that works. From Barry Schwartz at Rusty Brick on Twitter, he says, Google testing an interactive layout for the knowledge panel, a step up from the non-interactive card layout from last week via Glenn Gabe. And of course, it's Aaron Judge. It's baseball. Glenn likes baseball. It's all about baseball. The example is actually really cool. It reminds me very much of the Bing example, but what Bing does, Bing has these really beautiful side. It's almost like an infographic rich results here. And so what Glenn had seen is, is it's the height is overlaid on Aaron Judge and you can see it's 6'7". I just saw a really funny knowledge panel and you can see it underneath. Jill from our team, host of Agency Scoop, forgot Cole Beasley's first name and got an email from somebody Beasley and was wondering if it was the same name. And Cole Beasley <laughs> says on Bing, he's an American football player. 
Cole Dickinson Beasley, born April 26, 1989, is an American football wide receiver and COVID-19 vaccination <laughs> expert who is a free agent. You have to bleep that. I'm going to bleep that out because <laughs> it will get demonetized or whatever. Oh, no. Who did that? I don't know, but I just like that somebody added his Wikipedia and it turned and made it to Bing. So it gave me a smile. All right. This is from Fast Company. The name of the article is TikTok SEO is a thing now. Here's how to improve your rank. And in the article it says, at a recent conference in Aspen, Senior Vice President of Google Knowledge and Information disclosed that a large portion of younger people aged 18 to 24 sidestep Google in favor of social media searches when seeking information. That's pretty damning. I can't believe that they said that. And so I, I went through and I checked and that did actually say that. It says in our studies, something like almost 40% of young people, when they're looking for a place to go for lunch, they don't go to Google Maps or search. He continued, they go to TikTok or Instagram. Why would anybody go to Google Maps? Because <laughs> like, you can't update your business listing anywhere else. They, what was the name of the review place that they bought? The really nice restaurant review place and they shuttered it. Ah, oh, what's the name of the review place? It was Zagat or Zagat. I don't know how to say it. I, I think it's Zagat. <laughs> I mean, ode to Bob. Let's go with Zagat because oh, at least it rhymes. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, but they bought Zagat, Zagat, and then nothing happened with it. You could make something that people would go to for food reviews, but instead you're forcing people to maps. It's whatever. So if you're targeting 18 to 24, Google's saying they might not be the best spot for it. Okay, and from Saad Alkahan, at Saad Alkahan1994 on Twitter, it says, Google is greater than mobile. I saw a trending topic section in News Tab with a filter navigation, which included multiple entities related to the search query. I don't know if this is new or not. I saw it. It seems like it's new, but it's... And again, another way to get more information out of it. And I think we'll probably at some point see news be a lot more discovery where you, you know, it's more customized and tailored and, you know, being able to do this is a, a good indicator for, for Google and also great for the user. All right. Another story, Google ads, AdSense, analytics, and other platforms are suffering reporting outages again, you know, another week here in the marketing world and from Search engine roundtable, Barry Schwartz. He says, Google may investigate potential Google search recipe bug. What was it? Disgusting. They cooked a bug. Mm -hmm. A chocolate covered grasshopper. (laughs) And that's it. In organic, (laughs) what's happening in social, Nicole? So first up in social, Twitter is testing a new prompt at the bottom of a tweet reply composer to get people to start making audio conversations um, based off of a tweet. So in the example this article provides, it looks like that once you start a space from a tweet, the original tweet is added to a space title and then anyone can tap in from their feed and listen. I don't use spaces, so... Only for PPC chat Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern. Yeah. yeah. It's the only good application. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Matt Navarra on Twitter reported that WhatsApp is working on a feature to let you add a voice message to your status. So users can record a message that all of your friends um, 
just like you could within a chat can listen to. But this is worth noting that it's still in development and not usable yet, even for beta testers. Okay. I've never I've never downloaded WhatsApp. I don't use it. So Hey guys, gonna run to the grocery store quick. I'll see probably be back in like 30. Bye. Love you, Greg. Toodles. Toodles. Why would you use that? You wouldn't. We bring back like the aim messages. Mm-hmm. I'm so old, like that was the jam. I kind of miss that. Messages. I don't yeah. we don't need voice. Might be fun. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. And then also from Matt Navarra, Facebook has a new avatar cover image feature for profiles. So he included a screenshot of what his would look like with different background options. They're kind of funky looking. And then you can put your avatar in these backgrounds and then use it as your cover image. So looks like we're just one step closer to a metaverse. Hi, this is Eddie, not here right now, running to Delaware Park with a yoga mat, some water, and some bug spray. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Love you. Bye. Forgot to mention he forgot the water, so that was kind of bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> this avatar, it, it, yeah. Does that look like Matt Navarro? <laughs> I don't know. I, I hate it. <laughs> I, I'd, take, I'd take the bug It's over nice that. to like differentiate your five profiles, right? You oh, can yeah. Have, like, you can different. have different backgrounds mm-hmm. and avatars for each one. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Internet 2.0 released a technical analysis of source code from TikTok's mobile app using Android and iOS testing. And you can download the full report on their site, which we'll have linked in our show notes. But just to summarize the report, not surprising at all what they found. Um, The app first does not prioritize privacy. Second, permissions and device information collection is intrusive and unnecessary for application function. And then third, the app engages in excessive data harvesting. So taking information such as device mapping, your location, calendar, contacts, and device info. So I don't think anything in this report is that surprising considering what people have talked about with um, TikTok and their privacy and data. I would like them to put a kibosh on fake news because I saw a channel called Netflix Recommendations or a user and I watched a recommendation about a woman. It's a crime documentary about a woman who got on a roller coaster by herself and her family was in the next car and she's never seen again. Couldn't wait to watch it. Sent it to five people only to find out this account does nothing but make videos about fake Netflix documentaries. I love it. Now I might download TikTok. You can have my mapping, my location, my calendar, my contacts, and device info. Just give me that fake Netflix news. I mean, now I want to go back and watch them all because it's pretty hilarious, but they got me. I went looking for it. And then once again, another week of Twitter Elon Musk drama. So let's just take a step back. July 8th. Musk moved to terminate the Twitter acquisition and pointed to his suspicion about the number of bots and spam accounts. Then Twitter responds and rejects this attempt to abandon the acquisition, saying that Musk has knowingly breached the agreement. So then last Tuesday, Twitter officially files a lawsuit against Musk and forces him to complete the deal. And now Musk reportedly plans to counter sue Twitter, which could potentially buy him more time to gather information about the lack of details Twitter had on bots and spam accounts. It could also 
potentially drag down the company's stock and give Musk more leverage to renegotiate the sale price. So Musk has 20 days from last Tuesday to file counterclaims. And if the court ends up ruling in favor of Twitter, he may be forced to pay a billion dollars in termination fees. Well, I don't think the court has much jurisdiction on Mars. So when SpaceX gets there for the new settlement, (laughs) it'll be over, right? This is his way out. And can we talk about like the actual big news here? Did you think about his dad? No. Do you see the pictures of Elon Musk on the yacht? Oh, yeah. Everyone's making fun of him. Well, no. I just think that if you see Mark Zuckerberg Mm -hmm. and you see the amount of sunscreen that he puts (gasps) on. Yeah, you're right. And you see Elon Mm -hmm. Musk. I think they know something that we don't know, that the sun is like super harmful. I mean, it is. All these mega billionaires. Oh, my God. It's so (laughs) Right? Like, I feel like I don't have enough sun. I need to start just dousing myself in sunscreen. It is bad for you. It is. Oh, okay. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Sun, bad. But I feel like he also, I've seen him smoking cigarettes before, so that doesn't really track. No, I heard a terrible thing about his dad. You got to look it up. Yeah, I heard that too. Oh, I heard about that too. Okay. (laughs) Look it up, people. What else, Nicole? From insider intelligence, it looks like Discord is shaping up to be the biggest threat to Meta's mobile messaging dominance. So Discord saw its mobile, U.S. mobile usage more than double between Q1 of 2020 and Q1 of 2022. So watch out, man. You're not in there. Community. I am in Discord. I just I just lurk. Okay. Yeah. And you can find us at community.marketingandclock.com. Yeah. And from TechCrunch, Instagram has rolled out a new searchable map feature to make it easy for people to, to discover popular locations near them. So this updated map allows users to explore popular tagged locations and filter by categories like restaurants, cafes, and salons. Um, and I think this looks actually really cool. It's an interesting alternative to using Google search and Google Maps, like we mentioned earlier in the show, um, and discover new places. And finally, Andy Beard on Twitter spotted the liked by author label on Twitter, which we have talked about on the show um, before that Twitter is possibly testing these out. So I don't know if they fully rolled out or they're still in testing mode. And that brings us to our real life segment straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for Working Hard or Hardly Working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise. Okay, for me, I was very appreciative this week of the version history feature in Google Sheets. We do a lot of like ad copy and even landing page writing in there. It's not a new thing, but it's really nice when someone makes changes and you can go back the client made changes in the document and we could go back and see like the exact cell where everything was changed and it made everything really easy. Yeah, I love that. Working hard for me. Craig, what about you? So for me, I got a notification that one of my accounts dropped 39% in its Opta score on mobile. And I'm like, what account could this even be? And I was just curious. And I hopped in and it was one of our bigger accounts. And I just dismissed a recommendation on your mobile app. And you don't have to put in the reason and you can just dismiss away so much faster than if you are using the web version. But don't tell Google about this. Keep it within the trust circle here. Okay. And another thing hardly working, Nicole. 
on training all of our no, new- No, you meant working hard. Oh, did I say hardly <laughs> working? No way. No. Oh my gosh. Like, Strike Nicole? that from the record. <laughs> Never. No, sorry. It's, it's working hard is Nicole on our training. And we've got all these interns now. And generally the training kind of fought. We haven't had the best thing where we're kind of reworking everything. But Nicole is working so hard. Unbelievable. Everybody should have their own Nicole, but don't take ours. Pre-treat Appreciate home. it, Nicole. Thank you. And then working hard for me this week is Notion. Now, I feel like a YouTuber who's like sponsored by Notion, if Notion wants to sponsor us, go ahead. But um, I typically take notes everywhere. So some email drafts, some Slack messages to myself, sometimes even on paper with a pen. You're crazy. I know. That's pretty wild. <laughs> but I recently have just felt very scatterbrained and need all my notes in one place, whether I'm using my laptop or my desktop computer. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this Notion thing out. And it's really nice because I have a folder for every client. And I also have different meeting documents within that folder, depending on whether it's notes from a one-on-one -on -one internally or um, a client meeting. So working hard. Like I, I said, I need to try it. Nicole's working hard. Yeah. And now for this week's cool tool. As a reminder, our cool tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners and is really, really cool. And this week's cool tool is the A-B test sample size calculator from Optimizely. All you have to do is enter your control group's expected conversion rate, the minimum relative change in conversion rate you'd like to be able to detect, and finally set the statistical significance threshold. And the tool then spits out what your sample size should look like when you're running an A-B test. So pretty cool. Check it out. Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week, an article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. And this week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from the one, the only, O-Triple-G over on G Squared Interactive, gsqi.com. Glenn Gabe, 2019 BFF of the Year. He has an article called The Google May 2022 Broadcore Update. Five micro case studies that once again underscore the complexity of Broadcore algorithm updates. If you are interested, there's a financial case study in e-commerce, health and medical, entertainment, product reviews. There is nobody that covers Google updates like Glenn, and he does not miss with this one. Thank you to the OGGG. Now on to our playlist of curated songs to work to. You can head over to playlist.marketingclock.com to listen to Marketing a Playlist. Nicole, what are you adding to the playlist? I'm adding Mercury by Steve Lacey. It's a new album. Ooh. Oh, it's a whole album? Well, it's a song okay. off the new album. I will be adding To Be Loved. I don't know what anyone is doing besides <laughs> listening to the new Lizzo album this week. It is so special. Greg? I can't say the name of the song, but it's called La Belle Fleur Sauvage by Lord Huron. Oh, that's a good band. <laughs> you guys are so cool. <laughs> All right, that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. 
If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. Welcome to this week's Shooting the Heck. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just... Shoot the heck. And Nicole has never played Travel Buddies. So welcome to the worst game ever. Actually, play. I might take that back. You'll have to check the receipts because okay. I haven't played it in a long time. If I have, you're just trying it. to black it out because it's a terrible game. <laughs> Literally, I the best it. game ever. I enjoy best it. game ever. This okay. is a game where Greg gives two types of people, <laughs> but it's not two types of people, and we pick which one we want to travel with, and we're always incorrect. You're not. No. Okay. There's right <laughs> answers. I have it right in front of me, and you pick who you're going to go on a global journey with you're going to be traveling the world with this person and you have to choose okay? okay and remember whatever they're doing it's not actually happening on the trip it's just their personality okay so here we go travel buddies who do you pick somebody that at their house has a padded toilet seat or somebody that has the carpet underneath the toilet you know, like Who the, has carpet? Oh, there's a little carpet. The one yeah. that moves. Yep. Oh, that one's no brainer. That's temporary. Padded toilets permanent. What do you think, Nicole? You can replace the toilet seat. So I would rather go with padded toilet seat because you need a screwdriver. Well, you're not actually bringing any of this on the trip, <laughs> right? It's just the person, it's the person. that owns it. No, I don't like I don't like rugs in bathrooms. Besides, just a, a bath mat yeah. right when you get out of the shower. You need one for like the bath drip. Yeah. Okay, so we disagree. Um, whatever, we'll go with Nicole's answer since she never played. We're going to go with the padded toilet. So you're going to travel with the person that has a padded toilet seat. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Why yeah. do you, because you, you hate You can rugs. clean it too. Where is okay, the rug? Okay, okay. You have well, to put it I, through I, a washer and dryer. Do you want to the real dry answer? Or dry it. Okay. So the correct answer is the person with the bathroom with the rug. And the answer is because they... If you have a padded toilet seat that squishes and like goes in and out, you don't care about people using coming to your house. You only care about yourself, and you don't want to go on a journey, a trip across the world with somebody who doesn't care about themselves. Every the only person likes a padded toilet seat is the person that uses it. It is nobody likes going to somebody else's house and using somebody else's squishy padded toilet seat. No, they don't care about you, and you don't want to take a journey with them. Do you think they still sell them? I bet. Like Bed Bath & Beyond 20% coupon. Yeah. You have and to make sure they sell them in like Dubrovnik or wherever we're traveling. One moment. I'm going to put an order in for the ladies room. <laughs> okay. But also I think maybe my experience has been different because it doesn't squish down when I sit. I'm tiny. I don't think it squishes down for me. I haven't sat on one in squish, probably 20 years. There's an air puff that pops out and then the air puff gets sucked. You don't, they don't, it's not about <laughs> your friends in that case. It's about you if you own a padded toilet seat. Okay. Okay. Guess everyone's grandmother is selfish in 1988. <laughs> Who are you going on a trip with across the globe? Someone that likes to play the game Operation is their favorite game. Or somebody whose favorite game is Candyland. Operation is a real life skill. You've got to have steady hands. That's something that could come in handy out there in the wilderness or wherever you're going. You know, like if you have an emergency, you've got a splinter that needs to be removed. <laughs> that could be helped practical. Get yeah. your Candy land? Yeah. What are you doing? Just getting a sugar headache? Operations. What do you think? Candy land. Because I'm the person that plays <laughs> operation in this situation, so I can take care of all the practical stuff. I need someone who's going to have a good time. Okay. So I have I, I, good news. One of you is right. 
You're making it hard for him because he wants us to be wrong and we are not agreeing. The answer's here. Okay, what is it? I need your answer. Let's go with mine this time. Okay, I'll go, yeah, operation. Incorrect, because the operation person, that game is torture. That is a objectively unfunny game, and you're going to be going with somebody that does not like to have fun. The whole point of the trip is to have fun. Nicole was right. You should have listened to her. I'm sorry, you're 0 for 2. I think he got that backwards. Oh, wait, no, no I no. got it backwards. Yeah. This is the most confusing game in the world. It's really not. Okay. Okay. It's right. a fun game. It's a really good game. Okay, next up. Someone that has I a, meant operation, not this game. Oh no, I know what you meant. Travel books. <laughs> Somebody that has a tattoo that has their mom and a heart as a tattoo. Their mom's face? No, just a heart with the word mom. In okay, it. so Rianne has that. Okay. Or somebody with an anchor tattoo. She probably has that too. Rianne, who we work with, has the mom tattoo and she's a fun lady. She's the best. What do you think? But it's not about her. I think I think for travel buddies, I would pick the anchor because that seems more adventurous than mom and heart. And we're looking to have adventures. It's like the opposite of experience. It's keeping the boat in one place. Oh. Well, what if you're on a boat like yeah, for your you vacation? Then you want the anchor. Okay, anchor. The final answer is anchor. We got it. And you're incorrect. <laughs> the correct answer is the mom with the heart. Because that person is going to be way more fun. That's like a throwback tattoo. Somebody with an anchor is going to be yoked out of the mind, drinking muscle milk. You don't want to go on a trip with that person. You want somebody that's like, like they're going to be up for anything. It's like going to be a good time. The anchor, it's like you think you're Popeye. We don't need that. I don't think they have muscle milk abroad. Seems like a distinctly American. All right. Muscle a, a leche. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Lastly here. We'll go with somebody that will only wear Crocs or somebody that will only wear slides. So I'm talking about like not flip-flops. It's got to be a slide. Mm -hmm. No One strap across, yeah. Crocs or slides? Oh, I'm biased. I'm a Croc lady. I feel like Crocs too because you're more fun. You can have the little gibbets in them. You can also have the um, safety strap on Mm -hmm. for any sort of adventure. So, you know, if you're going out, you know, you don't have to have the safety strap on. (laughs) But if you're going on like a hike and maybe need need shoes to double as like water shoes, you know, then you can put the safety strap on and your feet are okay. (laughs) And there's different versions of Crocs. They make like high heel Crocs now, some flats. So. Oh, they're also more likely colorful, so they're yes. they're fun people. Okay, no brainer. Yeah. Okay, the, your answer is cracks. Let me look look up what the actual answer was. <laughs> the actual answer was slides. I'm sorry. If you go wearing cracks, you'll be immediately identified a tourist. Your prices are going to go up. You're going to get charged more. People are going to. Somebody poisoned me when I was in, in France because I tried to speak French to somebody. And you're going to have that happen if you're wearing cracks. Nobody overseas wears cracks, and that is the wrong answer. Were you wearing cracks? No, I just tried to be nice to somebody. I thought I was like insulting her. <laughs> well, you just insulted Nicole because she said she does wear Crocs. So. I do. And you probably look like a tourist <laughs> when you're overseas. <laughs> and that's it. Well, and that's why I hate this game. Great job, everybody. Greg messed it up again, and we'll see you next week.